Welcome back to the Lost Joystick Network. Episode 30. They said it couldn't be done. Is this really 30? Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Someday you'll be 32. Anyway. We'll see. (laughs) So, yeah, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Episode 30 of the Lost Joystick Network. I just said that. I am Mike, joined as always by my friend Jay and co-host. Jay, say hello. Hello. And we're also joined by Kyle from Retro Replay, a good friend of the show who's been on a number of times. Kyle, say hello. Hi. All right. Well, we've got a great show for you today. We there'll sure be thrills. Do. There'll be chills. Spills. I hope there's no spills. Heartbreak. There's already been a couple. We've had a couple casualties, but they're minor. So anyway. Kyle, why don't you tell the people who've never listened to the show, which is usually most people, <laughs> well, t- tell us a little bit about your store, where you're at, all that good stuff, and well, get up on the mic. I-, I am on the mic. There you go. Good. You did it. <laughs> My store is called Retro Replay. It's in Burton. I have everything from original Nintendo all the way to PS5. Next I'm trying time. to clean you out of the original Nintendo stuff. Uh, I'm doing my best. You're doing a great job <laughs> at it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. That's all I got. That's it. <laughs> yep. All right. It's, awesome. Well, thanks for coming. It's a story. Yep. Yeah. Thanks it's for having store. me, guys. Yeah, Matteo. Uh, I know Matteo was in the chat earlier, but he is. Uh, he was a big fan of the store. He came and visited. He We're said gonna... it was his favorite store, so that says a lot. Yeah. Well, it's also Matteo, so it doesn't. So. Wow. No. <laughs> anyway. But, uh. Kyle, you're the guest. How was your week? My week's been, uh, it's been pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You got to you spend yesterday. On, I'll say, you came and hang out, hung out yesterday at the store, and we got a lot done. And No, we had a good time. It was a good time. Hung out, helped you get some stuff done. and uh, Taught me some stuff about variations in games that I didn't know before, and yep. now I can exploit it. I was learning them about game variants, Jay. So a guy brought in a Super Nintendo, and I was like, ooh, looked at the serial number. I'm like, this might be a one chip. Flipped it open, opened it. Sure as hell it was. Yep. So instead of being a $70 console, it's like a $170 console. Yep. So, yeah, pretty cool. But as far as he knew, it was a $70 console. Well, the guy that sold it to us with nothing for $20. Yeah. He was was on something. He was on something. He was on all the drugs. Yeah. So, Jay, how was your week? It was the same as every other week. You didn't do anything. I did not. All right. Moving on. (laughs) I, I fixed a couple things this week. I didn't really do a lot. I fixed a VCR. I went, I'll, I'll tell you part of my, this is part of the collecting update, but I did some garage sailing. Okay. And at that garage sale, one of the garage sales I went to, I found a VCR. It's a sharp VCR from like 1985 and it had a couple of problems. So I put it on the bench and fixed it in about an hour and it works great. It came with the remote. It's a, it's a 37 year old fucking VCR with the remote and now it works great. And, uh, yeah, I, I fixed uh, the reel-to-reel that's been sitting off and on. I just like I was like, ah, I just got to do it. So I finally, it was a lot of like meticulous crap, but it works. So I uh, got that working. I posted a picture of it on my personal Instagram earlier this week. But other than that, you know, uh, getting back into work, uh, I didn't mention this, but Amy's aunt had passed away, right? Obviously, I haven't been on the show since then. So um, Amy's aunt passed. I don't want to be morose or sad, but um, and that was very difficult. Amy's aunt was basically one of her mothers. So it's been a couple of tough weeks for us. And uh, I haven't really done much, you know, other than being around her, supportive of her. They're about to go back to school. She's got to go back to dance. So all that stuff is kind of culminating. And I feel like life will start to slow down a little bit is what's hopefully going to happen. Every time you say that, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But no. it's, it, it's been better today. <laughs> 
I mean, I didn't have to deal with you all day, like yesterday, so. Until the last 20 minutes. Yeah, now, I mean. <laughs> now it's all falling apart. Yeah, he's, yeah, you're knocking all the stuff over. Oh, that was yeah. Jay. Anyway, so like, that's who, really who what I've got. The computer? Yeah, yeah, well, that was me. But that was before we were on. Nobody needs to know that, and I'll edit it all out. Anyway, thank you, John. But yeah, it's, uh, does Jay go into hibernation between episodes? Yes, yes I believe. as a matter of fact, I do. Well, yeah. Well, well you did do something, though. You did something. He doesn't even know. Did you beat anything, Jay? Yeah, I'm talking about that later. No, this is how was your week? When would you do that? This is the time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay, what have you been up to? Did you do anything or accomplish anything in the last couple of weeks? No. Okay, very good. <laughs> so. No, I did. I, uh, I finally got off my dead ass and finished uh, Metroid Dread. Nice. Finally. Took so long. You know what I got to say about that? What do you got to say about that? All right. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Okay. Foreshadowing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Very good. So with that, I feel like we should, uh, you know, with that uh, very minor and sad update, <laughs> I'm going to head right into the collecting section. What do you say? Let's do it. Okay, rule number one, you never talk over the uh, sounds. So don't do that. You're lucky the rubber hose isn't around. Number two. <laughs> quit it. When I, only I may dance. So uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly. No, anyway, no, you should all be dancing when that co- song comes on. It's 100% certified banger. <laughs> anyway, on to the collecting update. So Jay, did you pick up anything? Yes, I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> ah! Mom! Mom! <laughs> What'd you get, Jay? Got you got Xbox something? Series X. What? Where? I stole it from you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I got the fridge now, so. Yeah, good, the good Xbox trade-off. Series XL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a fridge there. It's not. But it's fun. I've been playing that quite a bit, too. Nice. Awesome. Time. Yeah, you. Uh, I had one sitting at the house. I got the PlayStation 5. I hadn't been playing it. And Jay was like, I'll give it a run. Like, I'll fucking take it home. I was like, all right. So brought it up, and you've been playing. What'd you play on it? Oh, I've been. I just signed up for Game Pass, so just kind of hopping all over i guess so i i paid played back for blood because i love the left for dead series when i did have an xbox back mm-hmm. in the day and um trying to think what else i played dead by daylight didn't care for that too much so what you're saying is you're a liar yes because i asked you what you did and you said nothing yeah but you I, did I, I played games <laughs> that's couple. Awesome. anyway that's awesome i'm glad you're enjoying it but yeah that's a good time kyle how about you you pick up anything recently um, do trade-ins count? Yes, they do. That's all your stuff. You own it. So if you got anything True. cool through trade, it's your stuff. You can do whatever you want with it. Well, I got like a seventh Xbox Series S in today. <laughs> if anybody needs an Xbox Series S. Or an Xbox One S. Or an I'm Xbox One S. Kyle at Retro Replayed will be the one to co- just Just message the show. We'll hook you up. <laughs> He's got a few in, in stock right now. Yep. Okay. But yesterday we got a... Uh, Sega Master System uh, all hooked up and ready to sell. That's, I haven't had one of those since I've owned the store. That's right. You did. We uh, we got it all cleaned up, tested, and working, and, and uh, took a nice little fussy picture and put it up there. And So you got a Master System, two controllers, the Light Phaser gun, and then Altered Beasts and Shinobi with no manuals. And then it has Hang On and Safari Hunt built into it. And yes. it was, what, 150 Yes. So if anybody's looking for a Master System, we'll ship. You know, we mm-hmm. got, I can, I'll get the guy to ship it to you. Don't worry, but let me know. So anyway, that's awesome. Well, good. Yeah, that's good. 
All right. What about you, sir? Who me? I never buy anything. Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with. Does it cost more without altered beast? Yes. Yes, it's actually more expensive if you don't take altered beast. I'm gonna start with the thing I didn't buy. I did not buy altered beast. Well, no, I didn't buy that. Oh, okay. I did not buy the Arkanoid arcade cabinet I saw on Marketplace for 400 bucks, and it was pretty nice. I almost did. I was like, hmm, and I didn't do it. You should have. I waited, and somebody else bought it, and it was okay. I should have. Damn it. God damn it. Anyway. You suck. (laughs) I know. At least it doesn't have a manual. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm going to tell you I'm chopping all the stuff about Altered Beast out. Stop talking about Altered Beast, which means that all the chat will be about Altered Beast. (laughs) I know it. Anyway, see? (laughs) <laughs> they're always clamoring for the Alter Beast talk. Maybe I won't chop it out now. God damn it. We should anyway. change the show to the AB Network. <laughs> it's, gotten, it's gotten us the most traction, that's for sure. Anyway, uh, I went and did some garage sailing with Retro Bobby. We went down to Allen Park in Dearborn area, so I drove down there and met with him last Saturday. And man, it was a bevy of garage sales. I would say we hit 50 of them in the amount of time. It was most of the day I was down there. I was down there, I got there at like 8. And then we were there till, I don't know, three or something like that. But it, they were all so close and all that stuff. So I didn't really get a lot of video game stuff. I got, I went to one guy's house. He had a bunch of Xbox 360 games and three Xbox One controllers. I think I paid $60 or $50 for it. And the, the Xbox games had the Metal Gear Solid HD 3, you know, and then uh, Left 4 Dead 2 sealed, the Platinum nice. Hits version, and all the Halo games and all that stuff. And then, like I said, I got the three controllers, which I'm going to bring to you. But I got that all for 60 bucks. Then I got this right over if, if, well, I should, I probably shouldn't make sure I don't do that, but I, I got, got this. If you're watching the stream, okay. There you go. I got the Nintendo control deck that's right over Kyle's head, but I got a Nintendo control deck from Kyle. So I've been taking in some Super Famicom games, leaving them there. You sell through them. You sell them pretty good. Oh, yeah. Seems like they're selling pretty good. And then basically we just kind of split it and then I just use the money for stuff like that. So yeah, they've been, they've it's been nice selling box. pretty good. I know it's beautiful. The funny part about that box is I now have two of the three. There's more, but two of the three core variants of that box. The third one is the one I actually had as a kid. The one that had the official Nintendo players guide on it that was book that came with the book. That's the one I actually had as a kid. I didn't have the the one with Mario or this one that didn't have anything. I just had the one that came with a book. (laughs) The person I got that control deck from used to work at Nintendo back in the 90s and just kept everything in immaculate condition. Yeah, it's really nice. She sold me her entire collection and everything has just been pristine. Yeah, it was really, it is really nice. And inside it's really nice too. So, um, but yeah, and then I got some more Super Famicom stuff. Nothing too exciting. More stock for, you know, what I'm doing. And then I got one other thing that I have not mentioned here. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to curse myself by mentioning it on the show, I have a Panasonic Q, and I mm-hmm. finally won a controller. The only thing I did not have for it is the actual controller that goes with it. I got the gray controller from uh, Yahoo Auctions. Oh. So I won it, and uh, yeah, it'll be on its way. So hopefully sometime this, uh, probably early next week is when I'll see it. So I'll nice. finally have that. So, okay, now with that. I did forget to mention, I did have one other thing I actually did. Yeah, go ahead. It throws me off because I don't ever do anything. You should start writing them in the notes. I'll share the file with you. (laughs) I should. I wish you would. I I need to. Go ahead. Okay, but um, my buddy, Bell Buckle Jones, that listens to the show periodically, he he actually came into town. We hung out for a little while, him and my my old buddy, Matt. And he's over in Lapeer. No, he lives up in Vassar. Vassar, that's what it is, Vassar. He's a a hike. Yeah, yeah. 
So he's a ways away. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that was like last Sunday or something, right? Saturday? Uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the bricks and all that time. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, anything else on collecting? Yeah. All right. Well, we've mentioned the last couple shows we were going to do a giveaway. So let me pull that in here. The people watching the live stream can see, but what I'm holding is a complete in-box copy of Super Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country, for a Super Famicom, and then Street Fighter II, complete in-box for a Super Famicom. So we're going to give both of these away. All you had to do to enter was to follow us on Instagram at Lost Joystick and send us a DM with your favorite Genesis game, unless it was Altered Beast. As long as it wasn't Altered Beast, you were entered. So that was specifically said, and I'm sorry, but if you said Altered Beast, you don't get entered. Take over. Take like eight, it's not true. eight people off the list. That's not true. I know. Oh, okay. No, there was only one. Let's not over. Let's not over. Oh, no, it. there was more than one. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. There so, were some surprisingly good ones on there, though. A couple I, I didn't think about. I'm going to pull up the Wheel of Names, which I don't think is going to work. I'm not going to be able to, like, share it and show it to everybody. So this is just going to have to be tough if you can't see it. So I'm going to give it a spin, and we're going to see who wins. But we've got, I think, uh, 11 entries is what we said? Uh, yes. So I'm just going to have to do it. It won't show up because I that's all screwed up right now. Ready? All right, here we go. I'll probably cut are, are we going to, like, announce it? How are we going to Yeah, we'll, well, when the, you'll hear the celebration, and we'll say the name. Okay. All right, you ready? Here we Am go. Am I reading Click everybody? Okay, you're just spinning it. Nope. Here we go. 9% chance. You're not even entered. Let's see. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, it is Valdor the Great. <laughs> Valdor won. Yeah, he's the one that says it's rigged, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give that spin 3.5 out of 5. Yeah, yeah. so Valdor... So should we spin it again? Since he said it was rigged. Yeah, maybe. I guess, I, Valdor, what do you think? I mean, do you want us to spin it again? You're the one that said it was rigged. You've already won one of these things, so... You may spin it again. Has oh, no, no silence. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, I gave it to him. Yeah, he wins. I'm just kidding. Now it's a hundred percent chance. He says, <laughs> all right. So Valdor, you win again. So, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have some sort of rule. You can't be a multi-winner, but like back to back or something. Cause he just won the last two in a row. We're going to need more <laughs> or, than seven viewers. Anyway. Yeah. Well, Hey, look, I'm working on that. I don't see you doing anything. Anyway, all right, moving on. So congratulations yeah, to Valdor. It's time anyways. It's okay. It's time to get to the topic of the show. And Kyle, you're the guest. Why don't you tell everybody what the topic of the show is? We are covering Godzilla. What was that? Godzilla. I'm sorry, one more time. God. Damn, that's loud. Zilla. It was supposed to be loud. <laughs> I was supposed to talk over it. Remember the rules. Anyway, yeah. So we're going to talk about Godzilla somewhat holistically at first. Kyle wants to go over a little bit about the movies. And then really we're going to concentrate on the two NES games, right? Yes. So uh, we're going to talk about, if you will, the God uh, Godzilla 1, which is Monster of Monsters, and then Godzilla 2, which is War of the Monsters. So Kyle... The floor is yours. Tell us about Godzilla. All right. Godzilla was a... Gojira was released in 1954. And that started, kicked off the Showa era. That ran from 1954 all the way to 1975. So the what era? Showa. Okay. Got it? Yep. Go ahead. And that was until 75? Yes. That was a long time ago, 1975. It was, it was very long. Can you imagine there being was... born in that year? No. Yeah. Because I wasn't. Woo. Go ahead. <laughs> and then the Heisei <laughs> era started 
1985 and ran to 1995. Okay. So that was all like the 90s and it was great. That's Pete Godzilla. Anyway. Okay. And then there was some uh, TriStar Godzilla in 1998, which is terrible, but that kicked off the, the Millennium Series for Toho that ran from 1999 to 2004. Mm-hmm. And then there's the legendary Godzilla, which is 2014 and ongoing. Okay. So let me ask you this. Yes. Of these eras, let's say you've got, I can't read them because you've scrawled them in some sort of hieroglyphic I can't understand. Let's start with the first one. What's your favorite movie from the first era? From the first era? I'd say the original. The original? It's perfect. Yeah. And then what about from... All right. So from the Heisei, I would say Godzilla versus Destroya, which was the end of that era. Like the last one. That was the last one. And that's where Godzilla dies. Spoiler hey, alert. Hey, listen. You can't... <laughs> Man. You can't say spoiler this, alert after you do the spoiler. This movie's been out for how many years? That's it's fair. Okay. And then you said which era is the best? Person, I think Heisei's the best because... So all this of, era. That, so yes. that would be... Would you say that's the best of the, all the movies is your favorite? I wouldn't say it's not my favorite personally. My favorite is Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, which came out in 2002. Ah, very good. But Heisei, those movies all had like a an overlaying story through all the movies. Okay. So it was good. And then I would say that the worst Godzilla movie would be Godzilla's Revenge. Yeah. From the Showa era. Yeah. God awful. Okay. All right. You're getting called out in chat, my friend. Where does the anime fit? The anime. Okay, so the show singular <laughs> point is pretty good, but the anime trilogy that Netflix released sucks. Okay, and then he says, Valdor says, does that include the 1999 Godzilla we talked about? With that's the TriStar Godzilla. With Matthew Broderick, we said, right? Yes. Okay, that's a lot of fish. Yeah. <laughs> watch yeah this, same. Watch this place in theaters and fell asleep both times, says Valdor. Oh, there's Shin Godzilla too. I completely forgot about Shin Godzilla. So this, that this, came out in 2016. This whole segment is fucked, is what you're saying. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. All right. So, all right. And then you just have like an affinity for the movie. That's what, like, the, just to give everybody some background, this was Kyle's idea. He wanted to talk about Godzilla holistically. Obviously, we can't talk about all of the games. We had to narrow it down. And all we ever do is talk about NES. So we're just going to talk about the NES games, at least the core things we generally do. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, this was really, you know, and, and uh, thank you for bringing some of your stuff. You know, you've got the, I like this guy over here. This is the uh, 2004 Final Wars Godzilla. Yeah, he looks good. And then I don't really care for the Pop Funko guy. The Pop Funko one? That's the 2014 Legendary Godzilla. Yeah, I can't wait. Till as the, is the one that's doing yeah. the breath. I can't wait till those things wind up in the landfills like the Beanie Babies. It's going to be great. <laughs> anyway, Inspector Gadget was in Godzilla. It's true. Yes. Matthew Broderick, Inspector Gadget himself. The thing he's best known for, actually, I think, is Inspector Gadget. He was also Simba. What is that? The Lion King. I know what it is, idiot. I'm probably going to go with Ferris Bueller on that one. Yeah, I agree. Okay. No, 100% it's Ferris Bueller. Okay. Whatever that army movie he was in. Remember he was in an army movie sometime around then, too? Whatever. Who cares? This is why the shows are five hours long, everybody. Okay. So, ultimately, what we're really going to talk about is Godzilla 1 and Godzilla 2 on the NES. So... Let's talk about the release of both of those games. And as we go through each of these sections, which we're not going to spend a lot of time on, and you'll find out why. But as we go through these sections, we're going to talk about both. We'll, we'll talk about one, then we'll talk about two. So uh, let's see. Who wants to talk about the release of Godzilla 1? Jay's got it. That's Everybody's Jay. looking at me, apparently. 
Uh, Godzilla one or the monster monster of monsters. Godzilla monster of monsters. God so Z. it was actually released in Japan December 9th, nineteen eighty eight. On the Famicom, right yes. here as we see. And then they released it in North America on the NES in October of nineteen eighty nine. And then in Europe, I don't know what he's doing. In Europe. In 1991. We don't have an exact month, but it was sometime in 1991. Yeah, this game came out I'm gonna three years fall, later. So I'm going to go November. Did that you just, just make that like up? A, yeah, I absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, the other ones were in October, December. So November yeah, why fits not? right in. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Going a little three-month span there. All right. So, Kyle, why don't you tell me a little bit about when Godzilla 2 and where it was uh, released? Hang on. I got all the notes mixed up. Bro. It's okay, I'll just edit it, I, I guess. Can I go ahead and say it then? Yeah, go ahead. So Godzilla 2, which is called War of the Monsters, which was also released on the Nintendo, um, ironically was only released in North America, and that came out in February of 1992. Nice. Pretty exciting, right? Very exciting. I knew it would be exciting. Hold on, now I have to go put Kyle's papers in order. Thanks, right. Dad. So apparently I'll keep going along. <laughs> It's a so, one-man show. I'm going to talk about... Let's talk about the gameplay and story. I want to start with Godzilla 1, and I'll, I'll do... I, basically, what I did is I took excerpts from the manual for each of these games because I guarantee nobody on this uh, listening to this or or has played this game has ever sat down and read the manuals for these games because holy crap. I did. Yeah? Today? No. I, I oh, you read the manual for Godzilla? I read them, I read them every couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> They're like the Harry Potter books for me. <laughs> well, I know it started in 2XXXAD. Spoiler alert. Oh. In am, am I right? Let's let's You're not wrong. From the manual. <laughs> in 2XXX AD. Told you. When the orbits of Pluto and Neptune exchange their positions, the Earth receives a declaration of war from an unknown planet. The invaders from Planet X attack Earth as part of their plan to conquer the entire universe using a legion of space monsters. The Earth sends Godzilla king of the monsters on earth and mothra who's like does not have any kind of like subtitle by queen the way. of the monsters <laughs> just just mothra to defend itself godzilla advances through the battle stages called ring fields provided by interplanetary space to battle that legion of space monsters controlled by planet x godzilla must battle its way from one ring field to another and finally defeat Ghidorah. am i saying that right yeah okay i want to make sure because everybody has their it. own way of saying it at planet x to defend the Earth. For the sake of the future of the Earth, Godzilla's fierce battle now begins. Okay. So the true story of this game is... <laughs> I would I deemed this an action game with multiple game modes. Okay? So there are three modes to this game. And again, they're named in the manual. And in this case, you have the hex mode, which is the ring field they referred to in the manual. Okay? And that's like the overview map... That's the hex grid that when you're you know moving monsters almost like on a on a board, right? Like a honeycomb looking style board. And you can choose either Godzilla or Mothra and you can move them to these spaces. If the spaces are occupied by the other monsters, who in this case, let's say the first level, right? I won't say who they are. I'll let you get into that, Kyle. But there are monsters on the level as on the on this grid as well. So you move Godzilla to the grid, you know, where another monster is, and it will go, Do you want to fight the enemy? And you can say yes or no. If you say no, it's like, tough shit. Do you want to fight the enemy? And you're like, no. And it's like, seriously, bro, you need to fight the enemy. So you fight, you choose to fight them, and it takes you to the side-scrolling mode. So the next mode is a what they call a battle mode, and it's the side-scrolling platforming aspect of the game where you are either Godzilla or Mothra, and you are traversing through 
And it's it's a I believe it is a self side scrolling, right? Like it's it does it on yes. its own. So as Godzilla, you can kick and punch and whatever, use your tail, and as Mothra, you can like shoot stuff at people and drop your wings on them for like a yeah, special attack. You shoot tomatoes. Yeah. But you're like out you know you're on different planets, right? So you're mm-hmm. on these different planets fighting these different monsters. So there are seven planets, right? These seven different grids. Yes. And and there are different monsters on each of these grids. So Kyle, I'm gonna have you tell us which planets and which monsters are on each level. So real quick, the only time Godzilla's been in space in the movies was Godzilla versus uh, Monster Zero. So I think it's kind of funny that this whole game just takes place in space. To be fair, what's the first level? Earth. Okay. And how many people do you know got past the first level of this game? Not many. So then, Kyle, I don't think a lot of people have ever seen him fight in space. (laughs) To be fair, they're like, well, this is terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if they I'm watched gonna... him fight Monster Zero, they did. Maybe they did. The odds were probably better of that. Much. Than I would game. say much. Even with the people that are listening now, I would yes. say much better. I know some have. Okay. I have. Others have. But anyway. So, yeah. First planet is Earth. Who do you who do you have to... Who are your targets on Earth? The targets on Earth are Gazora and Mogira. And what's, what's interesting about those two? So... Nothing. Neither of these <laughs> monsters at the time of the release of this game have ever been in a Godzilla movie or had anything to do with Godzilla. So Gazora was um, in the movie called Space Amoeba, which came out in 1970, and Mogira was in the Mysterians in 1957. But and they weren't like, again, no, you're like starting the game off and this is your and first level. just these two monsters that have nothing to do One with Godzilla. One looks like a giant squid who can it corner looks like you. a cuddle monster. Or the cuttlefish. Big, you know what a squid looks like, right, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Whatever he looks like, I don't care. <laughs> Whichever one. I don't know what those... Look, Mr. Scientist, I can't help you with <laughs> cuttlefish or whatever weird thing you weebs like. I don't care. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. No. Okay. So tell us the rest of the planets and then the monsters that you encounter on each of those seven hex so, grid ring field planets. Mars... You uh you get to go up against Varen, who is from Varen the Unbelievable in 1958. Okay, and then is he a magician? Uh, no, he's unbelievable no. though. He just said he the, sound like a magician. I think, it sounds like the Amazing Ravine to me. Yes. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Jupiter, you fight Hedora, or as you guys might know it from the movie, the Smog Monster. Oh yes, us normies. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Saturn, you fight Baragon, mm-hmm. who was his first movie was in uh, Frankenstein Conquers the World in 1968. Oh, that's the dude from Lord of the Rings. Go ahead. <clears throat> On Uranus, you get to fight Gigan. Yeah. Who's actually a Godzilla monster. Yeah. And then Pluto, you get to fight Mechagodzilla. And Planet X, you get to fight the king himself, Ghidorah. So what's the most interesting thing as you go through that list to you? What is the thing that stands out to you? Uh, the last three planets actually have legit Godzilla monsters fu- in it. The further you get into the game, the better the, the enemies you fight. Like, it actually makes sense. You're like, oh, Gigan and Mechagodzilla and Ghidorah? These are, I know who these people are. Even passing Godzilla fans would know who those are, you right. know? So, yeah, an interesting thing that... I found out was Rodan and Angurius, Angurius, I'm sorry, I can't speak today, right? Angurius? Am I no, sp- you had it right the first time. Angurius? Yeah. Okay. Angurius. I can't, Ang- I can't. I okay. Angurius. Rodan and Angurius, there are sprites in the game, and it's referenced in the code of the game. Someone went reverse engineered it and found it in there. And Angurius, who was called Angulus, which I'm sure was probably like a limitation of, you know, they could only use seven or eight characters. They actually call him Angulus in some of the movies. Okay, some maybe of the that's, dubs, that would, okay, so. so then there you go. 
but uh, he's playable through a cheat code on the Famicom version. So that was probably, I thought that was kind of interesting. And the so you go through the battle mode, the side-scrolling platforming part. You you defeat these enemies, right? And then if you do that properly, or you get there, once you get to the end, you have to actually fight the monster itself. So when you fight, like in this case, we'll say like Gigan or whoever it is, right? You go into this one-on-one battle screen where you're just kind of like throwing punch. It's like a street fighter-y type one-on-one fighter game. But the, these things have timers, and you don't see the timer. They're 40-second timer. So if you don't beat them in 40 seconds, it just Sucks sends you. Suck. It sends you. How do you know? It sends you back, and then you got to go do it all over again. And then when you fight them again, they regain health. Yep. You do not. They get all. They get all their health back, and you do not. So, okay. So let's. But who wants to read the Godzilla 2 War of the Monsters? Do you want me to read that one again? Yeah, you got the good narration. You, voice. Want, me, you want me to read it? All right. This is so that's Godzilla one. Right? Monster of Monsters. Godzilla 2 War of Monsters. From the manual. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me... <clears throat> let me... For, okay. In the near future, the destruction of nature by mankind had resulted in grave consequences. Now nature has begun to take its revenge. Monsters have begun to appear everywhere. Factories are being destroyed and cities are burning. In addition, aliens from space that were targeting Earth from before have added to the chaos by beginning their invasion. In response, mankind decided that in an international meeting to initial an allied defense force that had no national borders, you as the commander-in-chief of the allied defense forces must destroy the monsters with the advice from your scientists. You must win this war of the monsters. Okay, that sounds cool, but there's two things I don't like about this. Number one. played these games? (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. No, number one. When you read this, you're fighting Godzilla. You are not playing as Godzilla. Okay? So you're you're trying to stop the world from being defeated by the monsters. That's lame. Yeah. I don't want to play a Godzilla game and have to beat up Godzilla. The good news is you'll play this game for 30 seconds. This is the other bad part. <laughs> yeah. This is a turn-based strategy game where you fight off Godzilla and other monsters. And you'll you are literally like moving tiles. You can move up to like six tiles at a time. And when you encounter like Godzilla or Ghidorah or whoever on the map. You fight them in this like one-on-one battle where you are a tank or an army or whatever it is, and you have all these different levels of points. And I'm not even going to get into all that because there's like LP and MP and all these weird things that you had to have to know about in this game. If you did not read the manual and you tried to play this game, you'd be like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I'm not a big turn-based strategy guy like these kind of, you know, the Koei games or something like that. I don't I don't care for them. So it was so mundane. Now, the to me, the other worst part is the battles that you actually do do Doo-doo. Doo-doo, doo-doo. They, they are they are conducted through a convoluted slot machine system where almost if you imagine like Mario when you're trying to take those three that slide they all slide together and you're trying to form a star or a mushroom yeah. or whatever. But in this case, you're just pressing a button like and you're choosing one, two, three, right? And you have these different options, like some will give you a good attack, some will give you good health, some will destroy your energy enemy or whatever. But you have to get like two of them. It's a it's a slot machine. Like there's no strategy. You just press buttons. And it's oh, it's so very, bad. It's like it works against you. Like the computer will always get their numbers, and you will not. Well, of course they will. Of course they will. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's a little bit about the gameplay and story of Godzilla Two. We're not going to spend a lot of time on Godzilla Two. I spent all of like three minutes playing it, and I was like, ah, I've had enough. Well, if you want to speed run it, we'll talk about that. In a minute, so. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about the background and development. Jay, why don't you tell me about the background development of Godzilla 1 Monster of Monsters? 
So the background and development of Godzilla Monster of Monsters, um, it was developed by Compile. So they did Load Runner, uh, Poyo Poyo, the Guardian Legend. Yep. And I'm going to probably butcher this one. Govelius. 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 Yeah, it's a, actually a pretty That's good. That's Sega Master System. Yeah, it's, very, it's a pretty good Sega Master System game. But what are, what is Compile generally best known for? Well, for shooters. Such as? Um, they did like... Uh, the Elesta series? The Elesta series. Was that them? Blazing With, Lasers. You know, did you know Musha is part of the Elesta series? Is it really? Yeah. Uh, they did Choplifter. They did Gun Knack. Yep. Good game. And then the Spriggan series, yeah, right? Spriggan. Yep. Published by Toho. For the NES, I'm not even trying that for the Famicom. You're going to have Toho Cinephile Soft Library on Famicom is who it was published I by. I would have butchered that. You yeah, know that. I know. Okay. So, all right. Kyle, what about Godzilla 2, War of the Monsters? Godzilla 2 was published by Toho for the NES in North America, originally planned to be a game about Rodan. And they canceled it. Like, they and basically they, stopped and then redid it as this turn-based strategy game. And it sucks. Hey, now, easy now. We don't want to get to spoilers about what we think about it. Yeah. Come on. Even man. though I think it's fairly abundantly clear. And uh, yeah, the thing I think most interesting about this game is it was only released in, the, in North America. Yeah. This game was, I, mean, I couldn't find anything about development. Like, I couldn't find out who developed it. I mean, it's out, probably out there. I didn't dig that deep because <laughs> I didn't want to spend a lot of time. I'm going to be honest with you. But yeah. So, not a lot of info about there out there about Godzilla 2, but it was only released in North America. The only thing I, I think they were oh. trying to punish us for some reason. I don't know, but anyway. What about reception for either game? I what I thought is usually when I go look at reception, I go look and say, was it rated in like the top fifty, type top five hundred polygon? How was it rated in Game Pro or any of those kind of things? I'll go dig up old reviews. I, I knew that I wouldn't find them in those lists, though. <laughs> like I'm not gonna find this in the top times top fifty games of all time or you know, Polygon's top 500 or IGN's top 200 or whatever it is. They're not going to exist there. So then I start thinking, I'll find them in the worst games. I'll go look up the worst NES games of all time. And they don't make that list either. The only reason that anybody remembers these games at all is because they have Godzilla on the front of them. That is it. It is, it is so sad. But that's what I found out. There's not, I mean, I'm sure that they exist on bad lists, right? Like the worst games of all time. But if you just go Google and like look up like people's lists, it's not it's like bad street brawlers always on there and Legend of Kage or whatever it is people, you know, like the people rail on nowadays. But man, it just doesn't even make the list. I'm like, wow, you haven't played them then. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> well. Reception's quick and easy. Yeah, because there's nothing to really talk about, man. So we're going to talk. Well, it's, it's time to get into the game rating section of the, it of is. the show. So, Kyle, we're going to start with you. Yes. All right. LJ and game rating section is where we rate the game from a one to a five in 0.5 increments, with five being the best, one being the worst, and two and a half being in the middle. So, I, I, we're going to do this specifically about these two games. Right. right. Let's, I want to combine the scores here, unless you think we should do it differently and just do a score for one of the games. But I feel like it's only fair we're talking about both games. We should at least give a score for both games that is combined because I'm not making two infographics. Or I could. I can make two infographics. Fuck it. Give me two scores. Okay. I'm changing it on the fly. Oh, God damn it. You screwed up all my scores. I, it, it, <laughs> I just realized, why can't I just put two pictures on the same? Um, there anyway. So all we're right. going to do. Okay. So we're going to have two scores. Hey, by the way, uh, John and uh, Robbie, we're going to do two scores. So <laughs> Kyle. Yes. Give me, give me your pocket review of Godzilla Monster of Monsters for NES. So I would say that for me playing it, 
I had fun with it. It was very frustrating. I would, it was fine. I three out of five. Well, you would give it three out of five for one. Yeah. Okay. So one is three out of five. Three point It's not great, but like I would, I would play it again. Okay. And then for Godzilla two. I would put that at a 0.5, and I never <laughs> want to play that game again, but I still need it for my collection. I believe the lowest score you can give is a 1, because oh, I only one. have a graphic for a 1.0. All right, it's, yes. it's 1. So it's a 1. All right. It's halfway there with Kyle. I, I gave him a 3 on the first one. 3 and 1. Three. Okay. So we got a 3.0 and a 1.0. I'm going to close that out there. Okay. And then, so now that brings us to Jay. My turn. Jay, what did you... We played these games together. I have one quick comment that we have skimmed over that when we played this, mic that we... Pull, I didn't have any hair to pull out. You oh, did. I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know exactly what oh, you're talking I'm about. I'm going to leave it alone No, right you now. go ahead and tell it. I don't care. It's fine. I want it out there. I don't care who says it. Okay. So You're there, talking about this. Yes. Yeah, I know. So there are two... <laughs> two... At the very beginning of this game, in yes. Godzilla 1... When you turn the game on, there's two fucking sentences, two, not paragraphs. Nope. Sentences. How long did that take, Mike? It took two minutes to scroll two very short sentences. In fact, I believe if you look at the manual part I read, the first two sentences of that is pretty much what gets scrolled across the screen. So if you're watching the live stream over my shoulder, you'll see it. This is how quickly it comes across. Yes. It takes two minutes to read two sentences. It yeah, is I think that eight is seconds. Exactly, yes. Yeah, I think it's eight seconds worth of talking. It's over two minutes. It's two. It was two minutes on the dot. Remember, because we we're like, it's going to make two minutes, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> oh, did it? We yes, timed it. it. We it sat downstairs and timed it because we're huge nerds, and it took two minutes. Yeah, two, I was going to bring it up, but um, it's fine. Yes, two good. minutes. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. That was one of the worst parts of the game. Yes. One. Yes. Not two. But yeah. Okay, so yep, I agree. Go so uh, monster monsters. Yeah, you at least get to play as Godzilla. I gave it a one point five. It was still a terrible game. Okay, I'm a little offended. Uh, Buckle up, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Godzilla Two: War of Monsters. Since you said I couldn't give it a point five, I will give it a one. One point oh. That game was trash. All right. Just for the record, since everybody is talking the uh, the AB. That score, I want to recant my score from the previous infographic and bring that up after playing Godzilla. <laughs> this game is not just 0.5 worse. 4.0, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, he's moving it up. All right. Mike? Well, yeah, one of the things I wanted to talk about was that intro screen because holy cow. I, we, I, we, I was just like, this is the slowest thing I've ever seen in my life. Now, the first game, it, I, I, I went into it thinking... I hated it and I started to play it and I started to research it and I'm like, okay, they're really trying here. The grid part is a little confusing and and clunky and so is the platforming and so is the fighting. So it's not, it's not a great game. Okay. But I'm going to give it probably, man, I like the fact that, like I said earlier, the further you get into it, the better it kind of gets like the, the, the enemies that you fight and they're more, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Recognizable. They're more yeah. recognizable, right? So I like that. It seemed like they were trying for something fun. They just didn't quite spend the time or whatever. It's clunky. I have, I mean, man, I'm, I'm teetering because I know what I gave Altered Beast. And I'm like, can I, can I rate this game higher than Altered Beast? And I'm like, it's a two. 
I think this game is a two. I think it's a two. I'm gonna. I, I reserve the right to change that before I get to the end of my next review, <laughs> which is a 1.0 for Godzilla 2, the turn-based strategy game where you are the army attempting to defeat Godzilla with a slot machine. <laughs> it is a 1.0. If I could give it zero stars, it, if I had more hands, I'd give that game four thumbs down. <laughs> I, I I cannot. Stress to you people how much you should not play that game. I tried to do some research by not playing it, by just like watching a long play of it. And I was like, this is the most boring. I fell asleep at my office yesterday or no, two days ago. I was like laying here watching. I was like, because <laughs> the music is terrible too. Oh, yeah. Everything about it is bad. I was just like, I woke up. I was like, "What happened?" I look, I'm like, "It's still playing." Like this guy. There's a guy on YouTube who did a series about Godzilla 2. It is his favorite NES game, and he breaks down one of the things we didn't talk about because nobody cares. Is that there are twelve? Bastard. There are twelve campaigns, all of which in that game you can choose at any time. So when the game starts, you can choose the final battle. You can just go. You know what? Let's get to the end of the game, which is you know probably a favor the developers for doing us, but neither here nor there. So. You can literally choose any of them, but it was there, each of them take like a half an hour for this guy to describe and talk about. And I was like, oh my God, we're only like on scenario three. What is, and there's nine more. No, I can't do this. So How depressing yeah. is it to know that that was, that's somebody's favorite game. I and died a little inside. I'm not going to lie. 677 licensed Nintendo games. Well, now that easy is now. your number one game. Not according to Tyler or, or Johnny. 676. Either way. It depends way. on, no, no. Or 678 or 840 or whatever number they came up with. Well, either way. Anyway. We'll go with what we consider the license set. And that's, that was that many games to pick from. And you, even if you pick the unlicensed, even if you picked like every, I've got to imagine, uh, what were the games Robbie just recently played that were trash? All the you're talking about all the color dreams and those wisdom have tree. to be better than that. They're not. They're not. They're not. Oh. But that's because the type of game also makes it uninteresting. I will say this. Every game is somebody's favorite game there. Every game out there. There's a person out there that will say it's their favorite game, whether it's ironically or seriously, they mm-hmm. will say it. So I will say this. Valdor says every Godzilla game sucks, but by virtue of being Godzilla games, they are awesome. OK, I get what he's saying. And I'll say this. Man, I want to argue. If no, that he's, I think he's talking about of this era. Not because okay, there okay. are good, there are good Godzilla games out there, but they are more modern. Okay, if you were a fan of Godzilla, which was a tough thing to do in the late eighties and early nineties in the U.S., but if you were and you went to the store and you're like, oh, Godzilla, the box art for these games are awesome. The box art for Godzilla Two, if you look at that cartridge right here, it's badass, man. He's like, what? He's like, you know, he's he's doing the whole, you know, that thing and like. You're just like that, me. Thing. <laughs> that thing, the roar. <laughs> that that makes a little more sense. He's okay. doing that thing. Yeah, the roar. That you thing. Know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the roar. That thing. The, oh. the, yeah. But anyway, that's the thing. But it looks awesome. I'm like, and then you would take it home and be like, what? A, what? I have been duped. <laughs> like, like, I just feel like I bought magic beans from somebody. Is what it feels <laughs> like. Like seriously. Like it's so sad. But anyway. So yeah. 2.0, 1.0. That's it. I'm going on record. So. Yep, I struck out then. Wow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Playing this game, we all struck out. Let's give John a call. 
Oi. Ladies and gentlemen, the man that doesn't care for barbecue that much, but lives in Kansas City. <laughs> Mr. Fammy Combox, Tyler made me say it the right way, himself, Casey Masterpiece, retro game enthusiast, John Young. I like that you made it sound like a repackaged Green Day song on the uh, Godzilla 2000 soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they were on that soundtrack. <laughs> they my, were. Thank you. Thank I think you. they had Brain Stew, which was just a song about getting stoned, and then they just put Godzilla screaming in the background, and it's like, yeah, it counts. Yeah, it works. It worked for me. I, I bought it. <laughs> sure, they still made millions off it. Yeah, probably still uh, are. Yeah, too. I'm sure. True. Anyway, John, how are you, bud? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Um, yeah. I would I would throw in some anecdotes, but I don't want to get yelled at for making the show go. You're you're listen. You've had <laughs> Trust a lot. Me, I already have. I've tried to drag things out of them, and then they go, "Oh yeah, I actually did play video games. Then I got an Xbox Series X." You mean it? Whose voice were you mimicking there? Because it was so close, I couldn't tell which. It was me. I, was I don't know to... whose voice <laughs> is. <laughs> Back to the kitchen. I smell something burning. <laughs> Anyway, oh wow! How did the cat get so fat? <laughs> anyway, uh, no, please regale us with your anecdotes. Uh, no, I don't have any crazy anecdotes. Good. Now, now, <laughs> uh, I did pick up a pretty awesome game: Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. I which saw. Yeah, nice little complete box uh, UK version. Got to um, get that. Yeah, and if you're wondering if it fits into the uh, 277, it doesn't because it's PAL. And even if it did, it's just bad dudes. But they called it versus Dragon Ninja, but Dragon Ninja all is one word, so they could put Ninja on the box instead of calling it Heroes. Right. Because if you called them Dragon Heroes, then it wouldn't make sense. But it's nice. It's got uh, Karnov, bottom left corner. So everybody knows that he's in the game. Yep. He's probably the selling point. He's a key. <laughs> I feel like, I it's, feel like he's got to be more popular in Europe because he was on like the uh, whatever the Sinclair or something, right? Right. No, I yeah. I, I mean, let's first of all, yes, he would have had to have been more popular in Europe. <laughs> so, I mean, that's oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Don't is, yeah, something is more than zero. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, how was the show? You did the Casey Gaming Retro? Oh yeah, barbecue. It was great. It was surprisingly uh, pretty busy. Sold about 400 Famicom games, which, you know, put That's... a significant dent into my duplicate. Didn't you bring 1,200 or something? Yeah. 12, okay, so it's a, so. a third. <laughs> I sold a yeah. third of them. That's not bad. No, it's uh, not. It's just that he had 1,200 extras is what I was getting at. I fear for my own life. But is he why has 400 less. <laughs> Jay, I'm very concerned about my own personal life, and that's why I'm asking. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be buried in a coffin of... Uh, Super Famicom Pachinko and horse racing games. That's actually probably going to be pretty accurate. <laughs> They're going to make it out of it. They're going to glue it together. The lid's going to be terrible WADA <laughs> games that you buy for next to nothing. Actually, you could get definitely get put into some sort of news article if you get a uh, coffin made out of just like Derby. Uh, Pachinko and uh, horse Derby Stallion too. <laughs> yeah. We could make this happen. I don't want to die yeah. and be buried in a game. You don't have to be dead. We can just build you a coffin out of it. You know what? Let's do it. <laughs> anyway. Actually. No, anyway. Since you're asking for anecdotes, uh, there's this dude back in um, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Kevbot, and he is notoriously famous in the uh, Nintendo Age world 
is he was one of those people that was trying to collect 10,000 copies of a game, Yeah, which was Jurassic Park. Yep. And he posted on eBay inside of an old fridge, and it said, fridge full of Jurassic Parks, and then X number of thousand dollars, uh, fridge not included. What was... And, <laughs> What was the one that everybody, was he the one that filled the bathtub with games? Wasn't there one that was there a bathtub full of games? There were several people that did that. Uh, Nintendo Wayne on Instagram also did it, but I think Kev Bot may have been one of the first ones to do the it. The pioneer of fridge game yeah. sales. <laughs> and he doesn't even collect games anymore. He uh, he just like races cars around Fort Wayne now. Ah, um, very good. He also, I think, worked with Con Games to create that uh, NES killer. It's a ROM hack that you put inside an NES and it just fries it. Oh, well, I don't want to put that in mind. <laughs> well, yeah. Do I have to? I don't have to because there's only. Well, if you want to make sure it's real. Oh, all right. <laughs> so. Anyway, so. so anyway, uh, yeah, Godzilla. Um, so uh, I was expecting not to like the first game very much, mostly because of everybody talking about it. I really did like the box art. It reminded me of all those cool Bandai games. Like Bandai had a bunch of like fun monster covers. Yeah. So it had that feel. So definitely in the eighties and nineties, there was a bit of that B horror movie kind of nostalgia to your point of, uh, nobody really cared about Godzilla at that time. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Although a lot of kids did have those hand me down Godzilla toys, you know, that was probably about the time when I started to, find those movies on late night television and was interested in feeling. You know, I was like, Oh, this is funny. This is dumb. This is obviously a guy in a suit. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we'd watch them, you know, back, back in the old days when, you know, TV stations weren't something you watched through the internet or whatever, like they would go off the air, but at the end, like late night, they would show old movies and like that Godzilla was always in that, you know, old seventies things that they could put up their cheap. Right. right. So the translated movies, you know, with the voiceover and all that stuff were on there and, you, you'd find one and be like, okay, this is amazing, right? And then the yeah, VHS era, era, the VHS era ushered in the access to some of that stuff that we didn't really even know existed, so. And it kind of uh, led into Mystery Science Theater, right? Like, yes. those were on late night, and then they're just like, all right, we'll do some commentary over the top of it, and that kind of, you know. Because the reason why that became a thing is because you could watch those movies late night, and, you know, this was just a gimmick on that, so. Yep. I also, I think, for the first game, they started off real ambitious. The music was awesome. Like I feel like the music, well, awesome. It was it was really good music for what I would expect from the game. Um, <laughs> and that's like saying, "Wow, had, the car's not nearly as bad sh- as shape as I thought it well, was when they totaled it." <laughs> it still can't drive it, but no. Anyway, go ahead. I would say that, especially compared to the second game's music, like that first game was super ambitious. Each of the boss battles had like its own like theme song, which I assume had something to do with the actual bosses. But uh, essentially, the music sounded like it was maybe from the movies, or at least like had some sort of theme for each of the different like bosses. The beginning um, theme is from the movie, right? Like I believe the actual theme of. The beginning of the game is reference to a theme from one of the movies, but that's oh, go ahead. I believe you. So, but it definitely felt like it was super ambitious and they had to pare it down. Like they're like, all right, we're going to have this like chessboard where you're going to have to like figure out who you're going to fight. You get two options of monsters. Let me right. ask you a question as you talk about that. And I think about it. Why mm-hmm. have the grid? Why not just have the platform and then interact with the monsters? Why have the grid? 
because it was kind of like a, a cool like strategy type thing. I think that's what they're going for. That kind of but the what's strategy. This, like, how was their strategy uh, involved? And you just walk up and go, "Do you want to fight this guy?" Yes. Oh, I <laughs> I didn't say that they succeeded in what they were trying to do, but originally, <laughs> very good. Okay, fair enough. It was Move, super yeah, okay. ambitious. They were thinking they were going to do something with it. It was like, how do we make this work at the end? I don't know. Walk up and say, do you want to fight me? Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, same thing goes for the level design because there's a lot of repetition in this level design, which is one of the things that holds back. Yeah. This is one of those things where I feel like they tried to fill up the game heavily. And if they would have just paired it back by, I don't know, a third, um, made it a little better on the progression of the buildup of your power and stuff didn't add that. I didn't know there was a 40 second timer until you said it. I legitimately just thought that sometimes you had to fight people a couple of times. Yeah. I didn't um, know. And I was watching some videos of the games and somebody was like, it's a 40 second timer, but there is no timer. <laughs> and yeah. I was actually reading it. And like, I think it was game game facts or something like that. I read it as well, but yeah. Okay. So, but a lot of those levels are just repeated. And so I think that that's part of the thing where they just really wanted to, originally have like this big sprawling game they try to pack with a bunch of stuff just so that you get your money's worth and then by the end of it they're just like oh i'll just repeat this level throwing a couple extra missiles so <laughs> number one good my dad is in the chat saying michael you're a nerd <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, thanks, Dad. I think I we know. can all agree. I knew that. Can we get a vote? Um, no, we don't need a vote. No, we don't need to vote. I think it will be unanimous. Okay, that's fine. So uh, just a little bit more on the first game. I think that this is also during the time of games where they thought that you were going to, like, they wanted to be more realistic. So it's a big honking monster. So, of course, it's going to be slow. It's not going to jump very well, although he jumps pretty high. I think and he jumps pretty high. Gonna... Yeah. All things considered. Well, he jumps high and his floaty. knees don't bend. That's right. He yeah, just bounces well, straight up like a cat. Good. I feel like they need some sort of they were like justifying like well he's a big monster he's going to get hit by a bunch of stuff and he's going to be hard to maneuver because he's huge fair I think that they and that's part of the like oh when you finally beat the guys you'll feel really good about it so anyway yeah so the first game I feel like they really if they could have just tweaked it a bit if somebody does a ROM hack they could turn it into a really good game I, I uh, agree the second to the second game, um, and I'll give my scores later. For the second game, I only got to play for about two hours. And it uh, definitely is what? in that world. You played it for two hours? <laughs> we have to hang up now. I'm sorry. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so there's a ton of strategy games like this on the Famicom, not just the Koei games, but then there's like other ones. So I feel like if I went through all my strategy games on the Famicom and I refused to do this, but I bet if I did, I would find whatever the... Uh, yeah, I guess I can look at the developer and probably find what they stole to essentially make this game. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> because they do that sort of thing. Uh, you know, uh, there's several games where, you know, they get heavily modified and just, like, released. But I feel like it could be a good game and maybe the strategy is getting the right, like, board pieces to fight the right monsters so that that probability, like, uh, like Stratego? No, <laughs> so the slot machine aspect of it just <coughs> doesn't really affect your gameplay. It's that you chose the right weapon against the right person. Um, I did try to watch a little bit of a playthrough uh, from your suggestion, Mike. One, not many people are doing playthroughs of this one. Um, and <laughs> yeah, two... There's really not. <laughs> Weird. 
I guess I guess you could play as Mothra, and I guess you could actually uh, like kamikaze, like something, or maybe it was a nuclear bomb on Godzilla. Or something, yeah, the A bomb. So. There's an A-bomb, yeah. and if you're within five grid things of it, it'll affect him. But if he's not a dozen or whatever, I was like, oh, my God. Go ahead. So, no, uh, and so it seems like maybe similarly to the first game, but not nearly as uh, accomplished, they had lofty ideas about what they were going to do with it and then just didn't succeed. Uh, I do like the, the idea that man has been destroying nature, so the monsters are going to come to destroy man and then everybody gets together it's like no we're gonna kill the monsters so we can keep destroying nature i like that whole theme but yeah for the second game maybe if i understood the strategy a bit more and actually like spent a lot of time playing the game then i would like it more uh but that music man oh uh low effort low effort it would would give magnax you know run for its money for sure i would agree Um, there's a reason uh, I didn't put it on the roadcaster because <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs to hear that ever. <laughs> but so as a whole, I think that they did something and I could definitely see why somebody would like the first Godzilla. And I'm sure that if you spent all summer and you were a strategy guy, like who's the guy that loves the Koei games in the community on, uh, I don't know. Like his class chat. No, uh, the guy that collects Koei games, I'm sure that he probably sees value in that other than it's not a Japanese game. I need to find um, out so I can sell him some of my super Famicom Koei games that I always have. Them. I tried. Damn. I ha- they always have yeah. everything. They have the manual, the map, all the inserts, because I don't think people ever really played them. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, or they yeah, really respected them. Yeah, fair. So fair. For the first game, I am kind of on the border here. I gave uh, Alter Beast a 2.5 since this is kind of a follow-up to the Alter Beast episode. Um, right. And I feel like for me, this is a better game than Ultra Beast, just to keep those comments coming. But it's a high 2.5. I can't give it a three. Yeah. For the first game or second game, I could legitimately, I could see myself giving it a two if I played it more and figured out some sort of fun, like turn based thing going on here. But just based on what I played, what I saw, and the fact that nobody is, uh, other than the one guy you found, enthusiastic about this and doing a good playthrough, um, from my very little research, I'm going to go with a 1.5. 1.5. All right. Well, that's higher than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, well, yeah, so that's okay. To me, like, I've definitely played worse games than that one, uh, but not much worse. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I could see myself potentially liking this one. So if I played it a lot more and realized, it's, no, it's just all dog shit, then okay, uh, I could drop it. But no, nah, I think 1.5 is solid score for this game. One of my There's biggest, somebody out there that likes this. Yeah, one of my biggest issues is I don't necessarily love turn-based strategy games to begin with. And then this one is just kind of like, not a good one. So, but whatever. yeah, yeah, I know. And that's just at the, at the time there were some good turn-based strategy games out too. So, I mean, it's not right. even like, you know, uh, because like Fire Emblem games, uh, were around that time. There's also Famicom Wars, which was the advanced wars for the Game Boy Advance. Yep. Famicom Wars is the first in that series. So there's definitely better. And then on PC, there were a ton, right? Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Too. I, what is it, Lords of the Realm 1, I think, was around that time, too? Probably, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that was about um, that time. So I anyway, am just so, so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Unlimited Saga for the PS2. I know this, this is a Nintendo podcast for the NES, but that had another system like this where, like, they tried to shoehorn in, like, good ideas they had um, and then just put, like, in an overworld map where there's, like, ah, we didn't have enough time. Here you go. They actually did that one really well. So I definitely kind of feel that same thing with this where, like, they had ideas and they maybe even, like, had, like, a system set up as a placeholder and then once they had to release again they're just like well the placeholder is good enough make it work it's fine yeah deal with it <laughs> and that's, and that's to the robbie's point like the color dreams games uh like they never even play tested them to say somebody could find value in this um for some of them whereas with these games i think they did i think they actually whoever whoever did godzilla 2 strategy mechanic even if they didn't like the slot machine aspect of it, yeah, they definitely did like have a passion for, they understood the game. They had a passion for the way they were setting it up and maybe it wasn't perfect for them, but in their head, it was working. It was working great. <laughs> well, maybe not great. Okay. It was, it was a, fair, fair. Solid, solid. I still get my degree work. <laughs> That's right. Look, you see the, you get, get D plus. Doesn't matter. You still get the degree. Nobody's, nobody's asking what grade you got on the uh, diploma. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, I don't even have no, one, so it. who the hell cares? <laughs> anyway. Uh, fine. No, 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 I always put mine on my resume, but that's me. Well, that's fine. Be, you know. I've only had two serious jobs. So we, we're off on the topic. Uh, would you Would you put it, this game on your resume it. if you had it? If it was yours? Uh, yeah. I mean, why not? Uh, I mean, <laughs> why not? No, All right. no here's, here's the thing. Like, if I, if somebody came to me with a resume and it said, oh, yeah, and I did Godzilla 2 for the uh, NES, I'd want to talk to that guy. And then you got to work your charisma. I if definitely, you get your foot in the door. Definitely want to have a talk with that guy. That's for <laughs> sure. That's different, though. All right, man. And HR is here to make sure that I don't get in trouble that's because ex- I'm about to do something. That's exactly right. <laughs> So. All right. Well, if everybody's back from the pee break, so I guess I can leave. I don't know if Jay's ever coming back, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna cut you loose. And thank you for yeah. uh, thank you for being there. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon. So <laughs> there we go. There, there we go. go. The Casey masterpiece himself, John Young. I'll call him that. Jay's not here, so I can call him whatever I want. Mister Famicom Box, the Casey masterpiece, John Young. Kyle, thanks for coming back. You're welcome. I don't think Jay's coming back. That's fine. <laughs> so, let's give uh, let's give our friend Robbie a call here. Hello. And now, the Minister of Defense. Group King of Chicago, Mr. Eight Bit Supremacy, Robbie Coleman. We really got to work on John's intro because yours is really much way better. It's not fair to him. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's so hard to top that song, though. (laughs) That song is just the best. It's just all the campiness involved with the. Bad dude's lore and attached the, the the running joke of it being my favorite game and everything. It's just 
Joke? Hard, hard, I mean, it is my favorite game, but I know. it's no Godzilla 2, but... <laughs> Few things are, my pretty, friend. Pretty close. Mr. Coleman, how are you? I'm all right. Man, John kind of blew my socks off there saying he played that game for two <laughs> hours. I, I, I heard him say that, and I looked at Kyle, and he was like, <laughs> what? I yeah, couldn't... like a dude... Hats off to John yeah, for doing that. Exactly. Like, dude, like, I felt like a good boy for this show and the previous shows because I've been playing the games like like a homework assignment before we actually talk about them. Whereas in the past, you guys were dogging on me for not playing anything and just <laughs> trying, to, trying to talk about it. And I felt like a good boy because I played through Godzilla. And then I popped in Godzilla 2 and it made me sad. And I turned it off. In like two minutes, I just went. Oh, I, I literally was just like, I. If someone was listening, they could have heard an audible like groan. I just went, oh man. I could feel you groaning from three hundred miles yeah, away. I just went. I was like, oh, and then I just turned it off. Oh man, it was. So, it, I made, I made like the right two choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I am very outspoken about how much I can't stand like that style of game. So you know, it's just not for me. Yep. The the strategy, Koei, whatever. I mean, I openly don't like turn-based RPGs in general. I kind of hate them, but those are even worse. I don't know. The yeah. Strategy games like the so Uncharted cool. Waters like, of the World and like, stuff man, like that. If, if, yeah, if you... I, I don't know anyone who can find enjoyment in, but, uh, in just clicking around on menus for fucking hours, but hey, if you can take solace in playing a game like that, like, more power to you, it, you know? In a regular, like, JRPG... Like a Final Fantasy or Dragon Warrior, those kinds of games, I I don't mind because there's battles, you're powering your guys up. There's a story, there's all those things. With yeah. something like this, where there's no story, there's nothing. Like this is the kind of game that that Godzilla Two is the kind of game where you can't have it be a turn based strategy RPG, and you're not telling me what the stri- the story really is. I, like I there can't like, be. Like yeah, because you turn on Final Fantasy. I played Final Fantasy for a little bit with my lady, and we'll grind out on battles. Like that's like the only RPG I've like, literally ever like kind of gotten into because like the music's cool and I don't know. We're not talking about Final Fantasy, but when I turn on no, that's a Godzilla good Two. Yeah, when I turn on Godzilla Two, like it just kind of looked shitty too. It looked like a, it looked like I was playing like a bad eight bit version of Sim City at first. I was like, oh, what is this? Wait, what like, am I, I doing? I have no idea what's going on, and I don't want to know what's going on. Well, John Power says if you were a bad enough guy, he'd you'd play it longer. <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't help that I had just gotten through the slog of playing the entire, the entirety of uh, the first game after like the third sitting, and I just finished playing one, and I like was like, all right, let's pop in two because it's my only evening to play video games before <laughs> the podcast happens. So I popped that sucker in right after I just was like gruelingly gotten through the end of one and i just was like i i just can't i can't it it was it was not fair to call i already knew i already knew what what it was though before i popped it in because i i have the full set of nes games i like at least least tried fired up every game and just see what it's about and i remember i had the same feeling like however many years ago when i first acquired it being like okay that's going on the shelf forever that's the end of that (laughs) yeah so Okay, you played through the entire first one, and yeah. we know your feelings on the second one. Where where are we at here? What do you what do you um, if you were well, to rate this one, game? Let's say you the rated first it. One, <laughs> I'm not going to rate it till so I'm done talking about all. Oh, fair. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't mean no, to jump I, ahead. I mean, I mean, I can give you my rating for 
Nope. Godzilla 2, because nope. we already, I already just talked about it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. It's uh, If I could give it lower than a one, I would. But like you said, like but where your little face caricature system yep. for the rating thing doesn't go below one. So I'm just gonna, it is. <laughs> I'm just going to have a black. I'm going to take get rid of it and draw like a hand-drawn skull and crossbones. <laughs> no, just take a picture of my sad face when I turned on the fucking game and, and superimpose it in there. Yeah. Uh, just me with a big frown. Me looking with like a tear teardrop coming off. Single tear. Yep. Make a <laughs> Mr. Yuck for zero. There you go. So yeah, that one's a one. Um, Godzilla one. I mean, I didn't really enjoy it. I feel like everyone here, everyone here, everyone here. So I didn't really. What like, would you say? Enjoy I, I, it? I, I, yeah, that's the word. I was going back and forth. I was like, well, I played through the whole thing, but that doesn't really mean much because I will like play. I played through yeah. over three hundred, over three hundred NES games, and I like like to just because I'm a masochist. Apparently, I just want to play through bad games yes. too. But like. I'll just like to get through it because I like to give everything a fair shake. So like some people will like play a game for an level and be like, this sucks and turn it off. And I'm always the, the apologist who's like, no way, man, it's misunderstood. And yeah. you don't get it. You gotta play, you know, in this instance, I'm not going to be the uh, NES apologist for <laughs> once that, that everybody expects me to be. Um, it's not like God awful, but like, like you said, conceptually it's cool. Yeah. Like, the ex- just the execution was poor. Yes. Like, and what, what really killed it for me was the clunky gameplay. Like, fundamentally speaking, the gameplay is not good. But it's, if like, you look at it, you're like, good splash screen. You get to play as yeah, Godzilla. You, Godzilla's yeah, huge cool for too. an NES guy, right? Like, he's a big yeah. sprite. Like, I'm like, this looks cool. And then you try it to does do something. Look cool. And you're just like, oh, cool. I see. It does. Yeah. And then in terms of what John was saying was like, they tried to like, maybe they were trying to do a true physics thing where you just a giant monster and you can't help but getting pelted by bullets every two seconds. Yeah. But that's not for me. That's not what I want out of a game. I don't, I can't get behind a game where you just walk from left to right. And you're just like holding the right button the entire time, just hoping that you can just withstand a barrage. You're going to make it. Yeah. And then like your health is just gradually draining the whole time. And the only way you get through a level is a smashing up all the stuff with the horrible hitboxes to begin with, or B you just luckily get a power up that like right. replenishes your life, which which are very plentiful. They in the are, game. yeah, but you have to and get they, to they them. They did that for. I feel like they just fucking did that because they knew that shit was broken. Correct. I would agree. They're, They're like, like, we well, have we made, to. A, we made a broken game. Let's just litter it with uh, life power ups so yeah. they can just get through it. Which we is can't. how I got through it basically. So that's a, that's that's kind of a game that's just like based on chance, which I fucking hate. Like, you don't control your own destiny all the time. And you can't get better at it. There's no, like, I tried to play it a few times, and it's like, there's no getting better. It's the same thing where you're plotting through, and you might be able to punch the monsters or kick them a little bit better, but you're still going to get hit. There's no way to avoid it. And sometimes it's like, there's too many enemies on screen, it becomes a flickery mess, and the slowdown happens, which is fine. You Sometimes you can use that shit to your advantage in certain games, but like... sure. Man, the fucking, not only do you get pelted with bullets when you're Godzilla or Mothra, but like there's knockback and you just like get pinned against the back of the screen and you can't even get forward. And as you're pinned, you can just keep, keep taking damage. There's no like, I got hit and now my, my uh, character is flashing and I can move forward. 
Right. Again, there's no, none yeah. of that. You just, get, you just get pinned down and it sucks. Yeah. And then you die. That happened to me a lot. We're like, I would get pinned down and then my Godzilla character would die. I'd be like, all right, well, I just need to ride out the rest of this, the game map, <laughs> the hexagon thing with, with Mothra only. Cause yep. you, you know, all you have to do is get one of your monsters to the end of the game board yep. to progress to the next level. And like, that's he's cool more nimble. That. Yeah. He's more nimble yeah. or she, she's more yeah. nimble. Yeah. But also there's, there were weird elements when I was playing as Mothra where like a projectile was nowhere near me, but then all of a sudden like, m- Mothra took a dive and like uh, like uh, in a, a spat of knockback where I was like, what the fuck? It didn't what? even hit me. Why, 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 am I, why am I moving backwards? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it's just the fundamental gameplay that ruins it. Like, yeah. it's conceptually good. And if they did a better job or got a better developer. Also, speaking of developers, I'm shocked to find out that Compile had anything to do with this because they're like, they got such a great track record. They really do. They re- Dude, like, the Guardian. The Guardian Legend is a a phenomenal, well made game on the same platform. The, on the, on same, the same platform, platform. <laughs> probably in, around the same time. If, I yeah. would guess. I like, a little later, maybe, but not much. I mean, like, yeah, they make phenomenal shmups, but like that's all that all shmups are just core gameplay, and that's it. Like, yeah. no, no, no shmup players even care about stories. It's just, yeah. It needs to be a good game. So if those same guys, maybe maybe they just got they had the new guy at Compile fucking make Godzilla or something. But man, <laughs> they, they like, got the they got the intern to develop. I've never that made one. a shooter before. That's fine. No one's gonna play it anyway. It's just got Godzilla. No one's actually gonna play it. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, let me see. The music was cool at times like the main title of splash screen music is awesome and then they repeat that music again in the final level so that that music's cool some of the music got repetitive and boring especially if you're just like yes trudging trudging to the same level over and over essentially yeah. it's like that's another thing there's no diversity in these levels you're just like oh it's just it's eight i have to do this eight times in a row correct and that's it. it's very mundane yeah it's it boring it got monotonous and then i got bored and thankfully uh, as I said in my Instagram post I made about this game the other, the other day, like, thankfully they implemented a password system because had to, if they had not, I would have shut it off and just been like, all right, that's it. I'm not going to like leave my NES on overnight and fucking continue this tomorrow or something like that. Like I did when you were a kid. No. So the password was, the password was clutch, because, not because like I was getting frustrated and like fatigued from trying so hard, but because I was getting so bored. I had to turn it off and continue <laughs> another, another day. It was like the it's like this like mundane like data crunching task where you're like, oh yeah, my god, I have to do data entry. It's like, it like yeah, data entry. Like. You're like, okay, I can't I can't put any more numbers in Excel in cells right now. I'm gonna come back tomorrow and finish these eight pages. I can't do it. That's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's I, funny. Kind of, I think I was on like the last the, or second to last level, or I was on level six, and I was like, oh, I could just do this right now, but. Oh man, I don't have it in me. I just had to like tap out. Like, <laughs> I I'll crunch these numbers tomorrow. I can't blame you. Yeah, exactly. The report's I due did. tomorrow. It's fine. I'll have it done by tomorrow. I can't do it. Yeah. Now. So, with all that being said, I gave the game two point five. Man, I oh. know that's a generous two point five. Man, I almost wanted to give it a two, but like. I mean, I thought it was going to be twinsies. I should, I should give it a two, man. I'm, yeah. a, I'm, but, but like, I didn't. I rate Dragon Warrior two. 
a long time ago. I don't, it was it was pretty low. <laughs> yeah, that was just me being a dick. I don't think that was really a sincere <laughs> <of> you. <laughs> That's just because I hate Enix. <laughs> anyway. I mean, you know what, man? No, I'm going to bump this down to a two because I don't see any replay value in it. Unless you're like a diehard Godzilla fan, um, which I'm not, but not for any real reason. I just never really got into it. I think it's cool, but I'm not like yeah. going to like, collect Godzilla stuff. You know, like I don't have that inside of me. Could you imagine? The desire. Could you imagine? He says. What? <laughs> Could you imagine oh, no, I'm like, having here. Godzilla toys? No, that's, I, that's, yeah, man. I'm just kidding. Respect, I'm just kidding. Respect no. to any collectible you want to get into, except for Funko Pops. But uh, <laughs> hey, hey, these were all gifts. I have not bought any of these. You know, first of all, it's fine. You would almost not even know that one's a Funko Pop, except for its stupid soulless eyes. Okay. Yeah. So whatever. Oh, God, I, I I hate those things. Yes, I we can, we could do a whole episode about how stupid. I, they I are. fully agree with what Mike said about hoping those all up end up in a landfill someday right next to the beanie babies please and, yep. <laughs> oh man yeah. they just need to go away yeah. Nothing, anyway yeah. uh, respect to you for your love for godzilla nothing That's wrong man. with that but um this game kind of sucks yeah and if it didn't have the godzilla tied to it nobody would care at all. The, the, it's like, I think you and I are on the same page where it has these redeeming qualities they never flesh out. You're like, okay, you really tried hard. I can't, I can't fail you, okay? Yeah. I can't fail you. you. The old college but, try, man. Yeah. This I is mean, below they average. The, they, got the, uh, they got the intern in there, freshman yep. college, and he gave it the old college try. Yep, it's below average, but I can't fail you. What's in between, <laughs> right? Like, it's the hell, it's not a C, yeah. but it's not, it's not an E. You, you threw an idea at the wall, and you just went for it. I yep. appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate so. that. But I would have preferred something that was just like an 8-bit version of King of the Monsters. Agreed. And or, I would have been like, the fucking rules. Or like, like Rampage. I, or Rampage. Yeah, like Rampage. Yeah, I mean, Rampage is essentially... It's a Godzilla know. game. Yeah, right. <laughs> really? Well, anyway. What's the character's name? Lizzie? Yeah, that Lizzie. Game, That's right. <laughs> hmm. Um, anyway. So... That's about it. I think that about wraps it up. All right. I mean... I didn't talk about any wacky personal stuff that had happened. No, that's that's what I was just going to ask you. So, have you picked up anything? Have you hung out with any uh, former uh, arcade marquee superstars recently? (laughs) Anything like that? I I did send you guys a photo in the group chat of me with my arm around the uh, that crime fighters marquee art guy again because he's just the bartender at the arcade where i go play ultimate world combat three yeah so so to give so to give he seems seems to have an affinity for me now he's like he likes me but the other day he's like hey man you look like frank zampa can i get a picture with you man and i'm like (laughs) i'm like yeah sure normally if people say that to me i tell them to fuck off but i I like he's a character so i let it slide yeah explain explain the dynamic to kyle who probably doesn't know what we're we're talking about here yeah um, so I was kind of on the hunt for an Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 machine in, in the city that I could just go visit regularly and play and practice on. And I searched the city high and low at all like the designated barcades. And they had some, some of them had the machine and it's kind of like wonky controls or whatever. I come to find out that there's um, a dive bar down the street for me that has one pinball machine, a pool table, and one arcade game. And that arcade game is Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. So I was like, Fuck yeah! Walking distance dive bar. No one will bother me. There's no one, barely anybody I in there. Go, go and play it. Yeah, I go in there. I play it. But then, like, I go in there. Me and this other guy in town who's a Mortal Kombat player. Him and I will meet up. And we'll, we'll go play there. And then the bartender will just be start striking up conversation with us because 
we're the only one that's in there. And he was like, hey, man, you guys like old video games? Man, I used to be on the, I was on the art, on the, you know, the cover marquee art of uh, the arcade game that Konami put out called uh, Crime Fighters. And I was, he's like, you ever heard of that? And I was like, well, yeah, I actually have heard of that. Um, barely. I'm, I'm just, the one guy. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. At, uh, I saw it at Galloping Ghost once. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the demographic that actually knows what the hell you're talking about. You probably told the story 50 times and no one ever cared. But correct. Um, anyway, yeah. So it's just this old punk dude who was the punker guy on the, getting punched in the face on the marquee of that game, and now he brings it up every time I go in there, and it's still funny to me. But um, it, it's just like now I'm handing it up uh, to all my friends, like. Like he's some D-list celebrity. I'm like, hey, look at I, I got a photo with the guy from this game that no one remembers from <laughs> 1986 or whatever. This guy remembers. Anyway, yeah, that that's that story about that. I think I've already told the story anyway. But. Well, I'm just saying, Kyle doesn't know, and he's sitting here on the set, so I wanted to give him a little bit of perspective uh, of what we're talking yeah, about. The game's, called, the game's called Crime Fighters. It's like a poor man's double dragon or a renegade or whatever. It's just another one of those. And, uh, you know, you, you fight bad guys in, in the urban dwelling. They're right. all like punky looking. I'm showing the picture now of you, uh, with the guy here, uh, you know, I'm showing, just showing it to Kyle so he can take a look oh, at it. I should, you, you so, I should show the, the, the arcade promo photo with him with like a big purple mohawk. I, I did. I showed it to yep. him. Yep. Yep. It's right there next to it. And I showed him the marquee. I was like, there he is. So awesome. He told me they, uh, I think they, he said they paid him. $800 for uh, the day for like a shoot for all that stuff. And they got a bunch of free beer and pizza and got to play whatever yeah. Konami game was chilling in the office. I, I'm pretty sure the Konami office was out in like Wooddale, Illinois. Still is, but I think when it was like more of like a, a yeah. big warehouse vibe or anything. I think. Uh, anyway. All right. Uh, no, that's not what I picked up. Yes, I picked up a photo with that guy. That's my, my that's not really a collecting pickup, but um, I tried to look on my eBay account or something. I was like, I guess I haven't really bought much at all. I I did buy like a a new old stock Mortal Kombat three promotional shirt that I'm gonna actually wear. I just need to like launder it first. But it's like I'd suggest it's, that. I don't it's what's that? I'd suggest that, yes. Yeah. Well no, it's new old stock. It came in the Oh, like, oh yeah, that's right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. But I still, you know. Um and then I almost forgot. I was like really trying to rack my brain, but I got uh, a pretty nice looking cosmetically uh, arcade cabinet for free mm. that, that had no innards in it. I, uh, one of my friends on my Instagram account hit me up and was like, Hey, this person's giving away a, this arcade cabinet. Do you want it? And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. They're, they're, they're giving away for free because they needed to move out of their apartment or something. And they needed it out within like two days. Apparently, I was second in line competing with some like a barcade in town who was trying to grab it, and they were being wishy washy. And I was like, "Yo, I want this arcade cabinet. I have a van. I have a dolly. Let I, me know what I can come. There I and can get be it. there in you know, fifteen minutes. I'm, like, I'm fucking ready because I do yeah. this shit for a living anyway for yeah. living arcade. So I'm fucking ready. Uh, and then dude was like, "Cool, just come get it. Whatever. <laughs> and I came there and it fucking sucked moving out. Um, I don't know if I even mentioned what the game was yet. It's a, a turbo outrun. So it's like a dedicated cabinet for a, the outrun sequel, which is turbo outrun. Um, beautiful side art, yep. all colorful, no sun fade at all. All the original controls are there. The shifter knob with the, with the, the embossed Sega logo on the leather. Mm -hmm. Oh man, it looks so cool. That's awesome. But 
there's no fucking monitor in it and there's no game board or anything. It's just like random wires on the inside. I haven't even looked at it since I got it home, but that's the lighting harness. Yeah. Come on. Well, there's no, because this, they, whatever asshole had this game ripped it out oh. and fucking put like a PC in there. So I don't know what's going on oh, there. Like, that's right. That's right. They, yeah. they did a bunch of stuff that shouldn't be in there. You now, get a new so harness. Can, it's yeah. not that big a deal. It's cool. Yeah. I got to tear it all out and just start from the ground up or just sell it as is. I don't know. But yeah. I got a free exterior arcade cabinet with no innards for that game, which is, you know, that I looked up, uh, I tried looking up on eBay some parts or just that I tried eBay searching that cabinet alone to see what would come up. Someone sold, sold just a little shifter knob, the Sega shifter knob, for like 125 bucks. So oh, I'm like, geez. all right, I'm, I'm, I'm golden. Like, yeah, if, you're if good. I up, I'm not the type of guy to chop up something like that and part it out, but like, I just, it was nice, reassuring to know that I like, because it sucked ass to move that out of a second floor apartment downstairs with just like one guy, yeah, me and the dolly. It was so heavy, even with no monitor or anything in it. So, um, I don't you know what I'm gonna do with the floor, that. Did you? I don't know. That I don't was know. the whole yeah, don't, thing. Don't, don't well, no, that was the floor. Yeah, was, Jay, Jay's finally back. Have you been here the whole time, or did you like just sit down again? I've been here for a while. I was listening to you. Okay. I was waiting to ask if you. uh had a copy of Mortal Kombat in, for the Sega Genesis. Yeah, you didn't mention the other thing that you got in the mail. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I was, like, walking my dog or something, and I saw from a distance the mail lady slide uh, a postcard through my mail slot, and it was a postcard for Logan Arcade, which I have definitely handed out to people in the past. And I was like, huh, the fuck's that about? And I, walked, and I went to go look at it, and it had a big... Lost Joystick Network sticker slapped on the front, and I flipped it over, and it said, "Do you have Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis?" Question mark. And that's all it said. And it was Robbie. I, if it makes you feel any better, I was there when from, he was from my secret admirer. Apparently, I don't know. I'm who, not sure but, who that would have come from. Yeah, who, who who in the world could have sent me that? Robbie, if it makes you feel any better, your uh, your secret admirer. I was with them as they were writing it, and they were speaking it as they were writing it, going. Do you have Mortal Kombat? <laughs> the funniest part, I really need to be able to share some of this stuff on this live stream so I can show it to people. I'm showing it to Kyle, but I need to be able to just pull it up over here. I need to work on that, yeah. but so I will. But uh, the funniest part was, uh, you know, the secret admirer and Jay, they, those two were conspiring at house to sign said postcard, and they came up with respectfully yours, Cold Karnoff, but then they, they chickened out and didn't write it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. No, I didn't say that. It didn't. It should have, is what I'm saying. That guy or girl yeah, should, should have, have said, said that. should have said respectfully eight-year-old Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that, anyway, that was yeah. funny. So It was funny. I, I appreciated that because I just, you know, it was a nice little surprise. I thought, yeah, I thought it was fun. So, all right, well, very good. So, with that, you know, I think we're going to cut you loose, and uh, thank you for uh, the uh, evocative talk on godzilla 2 four of the monsters right all right well very good sir i'll see y'all later i won't i won't keep you ah you're good very good very good later robbie bye-bye eight bit supremacy robbie coleman everybody
had to throw it in there twice. I actually hung up on him before you hit the I'm bad. He's probably going to be mad at me. Now. Nah, I'm be sorry, right. Robbie. That's all right. Okay. Jay, where can you play this game today? Where can we play it? Yeah. Get the whole <laughs> notes out. Where to play Hold it on, today. I'm having trouble reading this section. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you might need to put some water on it. There might be some invisible ink or something. Hang on. Where I, to play I have it something today. really important I have to say. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Get off the stage. Get off the stage. <laughs> the Nintendo Entertainment System, if you have a copy. Yep. You want to know where else? Yeah. Only in North America if it's Godzilla 2. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's less, you want to play it? NES? Get, or grab the ROM? There's there's not a lot of collections. Again, these games, if they weren't Godzilla games, they would be lost in lost to time, is what I feel I like. I going to say lost in space. Oh. They'd be that, too. So, all right. Let's burn through collecting and speed running. <laughs> See? Speed through the speed running. John's excited about the speed running. I'm excited about the speed running. Oh, man. No, you're not. <sighs> On to the collecting section of the show. There aren't... I don't think the sales numbers for these games are very large. The first one, somewhat. The second one, not so much. These games... Uh, how do I put this? There's not a lot of... Uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like, There's not a lot of interest if they're not Godzilla games. That's the only reason people want them. It's, that's all I can say. There's not a lot of versions or variants. There's no like circle versus oval seal or late release version of any of these games. So I'm going to keep it very basic. For loose games, Godzilla Monster of Monsters on NES, $25 loose game. Complete in box, about 120 condition sensitive would be the best way to put it. And then sealed, this game sold for $1,000 on... Uh, in December of 2021, that that was raw seal a thousand dollars, and we'll get into population reports and all that stuff uh, as well on that. But so for the Famicom, this is this is a fairly not I won't say fairly expensive, but it's a somewhat expensive Famicom game in that lots of Famicom games are not worth a penny. Okay, I think it can be fairly cheap, like very cheap. John has a whole table full of dollar games. Loose twenty dollar game complete. It's about fifty bucks, and uh, I didn't. There's not really sealed. Famicom games. There's unopened, but whatever. And then Godzilla 2, man. <laughs> I don't understand this at all. It's because it's hard to find. This game is $160 loose and $550, give or take, complete. This is a very difficult game to find. This is one that you do not see very often. Robbie is referencing it up here uh, in chat. How awful is it to collect this game if you're a set collector? This is not an easy one to find. This is a late acquisition for most people because it's it, there are you know godzilla collectors uh transcend markets so you can collect godzilla stuff and not care about video games but you'll buy the video game because you collect godzilla stuff right yeah so it's that whole thing and it's <laughs> it makes finding a game like godzilla 2 which is already a hard game to find even harder i think if this was even a good game it would be way more expensive because nobody cares about they know it's so terrible that it doesn't have any, like, um, there's no cachet in buying it. Nobody cares about it. So, but yeah, it's, yeah, Robbie says, it's like having to buy Nobunaga's Ambition 2. Similar style of game, very difficult to find, and about probably about the same price, because there aren't that many out there, and they're hard to find. But anyway, 160 loose, 550 complete. 
And then from a graded perspective, I found no sales of Godzilla 2 graded. Okay, none. There, there, are, there are some that have been graded according to WADA and their population report, but there have been no sales. To give you an idea of how the market has kind of been going, and this is a little bit older data at this point, but it, everything has kind of trended down from a graded games perspective. Things in, that if you want to talk about it as if they're investments, they've been underperforming as I make air quotes with my hands. So when people say games are underperforming, that's bullshit. Okay, that just means that there aren't enough people out there to sustain these absurd prices for these very, very expensive games. The market will dictate what a game is worth. Okay, I don't want to hear about how this game underperformed or this game should have sold for this or it should be worth this. It's not. Okay, so anyway, mini rant over. My point, my four dollar and twenty five percent average price, four dollar and twenty five cent average price should dictate the market. I think you're I think everything crazy, but that's fine. Twenty five (laughs) cents. You know what? You got one more game you're looking for. $4.25 would be a nice price change. I would agree with you until that game is mine. And then I would say, nope, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) We got to change it back. No, anyway. So graded in October, on Halloween of last year, this game in a 9.4 A plus graded by WADA sold for $2,640. Six weeks later, the same game, same grade sold for $1,560. That is a... 40% 40% reduction in price in six weeks. I think what's happening in graded games in general, and again, not to go on a big tangent, but I think what is happening is people are understanding that there are only so many people that are interested. There are only so many people that are interested at whatever price, okay? And that the demand is low. They want to act like there's a lot of people out there, but there aren't a lot of people out there be like, yes, I would spend $5,000 on a graded copy of a game. There aren't. And putting in perspective looking at this, so it sold in December for 1500 1560. Right. So 9.4 A plus. Yeah. A sealed copy sold the same month, same year for $560 less. Right. That was ungraded. Yeah. Right. Like it's not like that's they they make it out like grading is makes it so much more expensive and it's not. At least in this case. I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole because we yeah. have a whole show about grading, but I think what people are starting to realize is that unless it's in perfect condition or it's a desirable IP or both Nobody gives a fuck about it. Or it's just cool to buy and it's cheap. Yeah. But if you buy dumb stuff like <laughs> me and because it's fun to collect and it's cheap, that's fun. That I like doing that, right? Uh, I'm not investing in a game and saying, okay, I'm going to reap a 20% return on this in six months. No, you're not. You're not, 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 you're not on the hunt for your A-plus sealed Super Mario Brothers black no, box? No, I'm not. Oh. I'm not. I'm not on the hunt for any of that. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So Sorry. population report, just a little bit about how many of these there are. This is strictly WADA. So VGA, who also does video game grading, has their own population report that they're supposedly going to be putting out at some point, but they have not. Only 16 copies of this game has been have been graded for the first, Godzilla 1. 16. The best grade is a 9.8 A+, that exists. And then for two, there's only four of these that have been graded. And again, 9.8 A+, is the best grade. But that gives you an idea of how many of these are really out there. But then you then you go look at the price and you're like, don't you think that maybe it should sell for more because there are more people that would want it than that? But they don't. That's my point. Nobody wants to pay that much money for a terrible Godzilla game because Godzilla is on the front of it. The odds of people that are going to spend that kind of money are going to buy it for the novelty to have it on a shelf. Right. And they're not going to they're not going to want a created one. They're going to want they'd rather have a complete in box or a sealed. Yeah. Is my, that's your, yeah, my that's, take there are people out there that desire this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't buy into the hype of it. Yeah. I think it's, like I said, I say that as I'm surrounded by all these things, but these are not things I spent legitimate money to say, like, I have no 
I'm not deluded enough to go. This 6.0 Kid Icarus at some point is going to be worth more than the $100 I paid for it. That's a $100 game. Not in the box. Okay? So I don't have any... I'm not, you know, in my head going, these will all continue to go up forever, and at some point I'll sell them and make a bunch of money. That's not why I buy them. I buy them because they have Wayne Gretzky and fucking Bill and Ted on the front, or Mike Vick or whatever it is. That's why I buy them. And also, people don't want them because they're 7.5s or 8s or whatever. So it's like, fine, I'll take them. I'll bid on them. I I got a couple this week that I'll be talking about as soon as I show up next week. You know, so, yeah. Anyway, I digress. Jay... (laughs) Let's talk about the speed running of this game. It's time for John's favorite part. Yeah, yeah. So um, I did pull up some stuff for Godzilla 2. I just typed that wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, that one I'm going to go pretty quick on because it's kind of a cluster. I'll explain it in a minute. So with speed running, so we had tw- for, for Godzilla Monster of Monsters, Godzilla 1, we had 24 runners, 219 runs, um, all planets for the NES. That's the That's the run they did so they ran through every planet yep was big chief jahaley that's not me uh one hour three minutes and 24 seconds it's all the letters of your name though it, it actually is i thought that when i looked i was like it's j hale but you take the y and put it at the end it's jahaley i'll be damned i didn't think about that either it is yeah. huh. anyway maybe it is me <laughs> oh my god if it is you <laughs> I'm not that would be you. the biggest heel move in the history of any podcast guess what I'm the speedrunner champion of Godzilla Monster. Yeah, I would have got away Monster. with it if it wasn't for you kids and that I dog. I can't <laughs> believe this is how I had to find this out. No, go ahead anyway. <laughs> and then uh, the other one that we had on here was any percent on the Famicom. Right. Um, same one, Big Chief, Jay Hale. Uh, <laughs> Jay Haley. One hour, 27 minutes even. There were other runs. But they were really esoteric and difficult to describe. Yes. And I was like, I'm not getting involved in all that. So, And that's where I'm going to go high level on, you have to. on Godzilla 2. Because yep. looking at this, so the speed runs they have on here, so all the rankings are all each level. They don't do a total. Because there's 12 scenarios. Yes. Yes. So Because no one could stand to play this game in all 12 scenarios in a row yeah. and not want to be at the end of a piece of rope by the time it's over. And there was four runners total for yeah. 66 runs. Yeah. So four people who need to get a life. No, I'm yes. just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, so the total runtime is 57 minutes, nine seconds, and 27 milliseconds. Could you imagine playing this game for 57 milliseconds? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I. I don't even think we spent that long on it when we played it. I I uh, tried. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. But but that's all they had. I mean, again, I could go into it, but they have. It's just it's a it's a hot mess on how they did it. So One we're thing, just going to stick with there was four runners, yeah. sixty six runs, and yeah, it's all it's scenario all based. Speedrun.com. It's not completing the game; they're all scenario based. Yeah, it's all scenario. Based. I will it's also say this: if you want to watch a playthrough of the first one of these on YouTube, like the first game, Godzilla One, <laughs> man, <laughs> they're three hours long. The playthrough videos are three hours well, long. And, normally, and, normally we would have a playlist of the game that we're talking about on the TV to Jay's right, stage left, right? We only had to add two videos. Yeah. <laughs> and the first one's still playing, I think. So. Um, no, we're on the second one now. The <laughs> but first you started one with the shorter only, one, yeah. The first one was only a half hour. The uh, second one was yeah. three hours and like 30 minutes. <laughs> wanted to make sure we got them both in. It was very and important. And just for example, like yeah. Dracula X is not a short game. Yeah. But there were, I think we ended up having like nine videos that we ran through oh, the show. 
Yeah. Last time. Because one of them wasn't three hours long. No, they were all 20, 30 minutes so. long. Or we had a couple that were like eight minutes. Just well. Just videos. But. All right. That's so, it. I'm done. That's it. All info comes from where? Speedrun.com. And, and while I've got you on the microphone. Yes, sir. I want to do a few things. Number one, I want to say, Kyle, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And thank you for providing the subject matter. And, and thank speaking you. speaking into the mic. Yeah, and thank you for speaking directly into the mic, as we had asked a number of times. You're welcome. And uh, and thank you for providing the, the uh, holistic knowledge around Godzilla in general. Now, do you have a Godzilla suit of your own, or are you going to make one, or anything like that? Say that one more time. Those are terrible. I said... Jay, where can the people listening to? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Anyway. No, I'm just kidding, obviously. But um, I just want to say thank you for coming on. Yeah. And I you. really appreciate it. Uh, you know, I always enjoy spending time with you. And uh, I look forward to coming back to your store at some point soon and not spending any money. So. I like half of that. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. I'm not going to lie. You had me. It's in the first half. You know? <laughs> anyway. But uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks for coming on. And um, is there anything you wanted to talk about? You know, the, like, uh, you know, with the store or anything before we uh, wrap it up? Yes. Okay. okay. Well, that's all Kyle had. I'm wrapped. So. <laughs> that's it? Yep. You just wanted to roar? You put the button right next to me. Yeah, it's because it I was a matter of time. Yeah, I know. It's fair. Okay, it's fair. All right, I'm, I'm doing it for him then. So if you go to Instagram, Kyle has a site for the store. It's called retro underscore replayed. Yep. The store is uh, 4437 South Saginaw Street in Burton, Michigan. Yep. I don't have a phone number. You can always Google it. 810-715-1479. So. You don't answer the phone anyway. And then you have <laughs> you have a Facebook page. You have Facebook? I would say Facebook is where you're most active. That's yes. where you'll post things that come into the store. You will ship things. So he has an eBay store as well, which I believe is Wojo Gaming on yes. eBay. Yep. But, but you can also, if there was something that was on Facebook that you were interested in, reach out to Kyle, send him a message and you'll be happy to, you know, talk to you about it, sell it through, through whatever means and then ship it. That's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. So very good. All right. And Kyle's not over the only salesperson. He is the president. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm not only the president. I am a member. Yes. That's a joke that for, for old people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That don't have hair. Go look up Cy Sperling or whatever it was, his name was. Well, that you, you had it when the commercial was out there. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, Mike. Yes, I thank did. I thank forgot you. about those days. Yeah, the Instagram you. is a retro underscore replayed. Yeah, Valdor is asking in the chat. It replayed with an ED, holistic or holistic. And if you guys need proof, ask Matty O. He will give you proof that Kyle's store is amazing. Yep. No, Kyle's got a good store, so absolutely uh, check him out. If there's something you're looking for, he has a lot of you know, OEM controllers. We've got a lot of consoles, a lot of things in the back that don't always at the floor that if you need a part or something like it. that. Yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> We're getting there. It's all a matter of progress. You only bought the place a couple of years ago. You had the COVID thing we had to deal with. So we're just, you know, starting to get our feet under us here, right? Yes. So anyway, all right. I want to talk a little bit about the next game we're going to do, right? <coughs> so the next game we're going to do. Man, our scheduling is on point. It is. And it's going to deviate next time, though. It's going to be a little different. Remember? Not this time. The next oh. time. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's fine. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. We got a couple of guests lined up and confirmed. One's going to come into the into the studio. That's still a secret, though. We don't yeah, I'm, ta- I'm not yet. talking about who it is yet, but we're going to have somebody come into the studio. But it will not be the next guest. The next guest is going to be, well, I should say, the next show will be Wednesday, September 7th. Yes. And our friend uh, Johnny Ayuchi from the Collector's Quest podcast will be on. And what game did he choose to discuss, Jay? He actually, so I was talking to him. Answer and- the question. I don't need a story. 
I want to tell a story. You know, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I was talking with Clearvis and Johnny around the same time to get these guys on the show. And uh, they both actually ironically picked Dracula X. That's correct. But Clearvis Mr. Sheremani, did, he, did, uh, he did beat Johnny to it. So Johnny, Johnny decided to one-up him and went with Super Castlevania Four. The good one. Yes. <laughs> so, I but mean, no, it'll be exciting. I'm, I'm really one. excited to have Johnny on. It'll be nice. Absolutely. Uh, those guys are great. The Collector's Quest guys, I'm sure the group that listens to us definitely listens to them. But yep. if you don't, absolutely give them a listen. Uh, they just broke 200 episodes. Yep. 201 was the latest. Yeah, I think that's right. So, but uh, great show. They're they're really good. Tyler's great. Uh, Johnny's great. Stefan's great. Stefan's not on as much anymore, but Johnny yeah. and Tyler are still holding it down. Sorry. And then as we speak about accessibility and people, where can the people listening to us now find us? Funny you say that. We have a link tree. Okay. Uh, how does that work? Oh, it's uh, you have to go to the web, the, the site. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually linkter. Yeah. Dot ee. Yeah. Forward slash lost joystick. Let me ask you a question. Linkter. Have you ever been to our linkter? I actually have. Very good. All right, so you should you should get yourself a linkter. They're free. Cool. You know what a linkter is? No. You ever seen a linkter before? Mm-mm. We'll show you after the show. Don't worry. Yeah. So, All right, and then we're if we're, you want to go to the individuals though, our social media, so Instagram and Twitter is lost joystick. Um, Lost Joystick Network is for Facebook and Twitch. And if you want us, you could still send us emails to say, buy me bone storm or going to hell. Um, our email address is info at lostjoysticknetwork.com, which is exciting. That is true. So with that, I bid you farewell. <laughs> Until a fortnight has passed. So go out there, have fun, be safe, and be excellent to each other.